All human thought, all the sciences, all religion, is the holding of a candle to the And someday, we human because we gain dissociated knowledge, or do we know such terrifying vistas of reality and of our fragile stars will rise back? They could climb and work from isolation, flee, but when the stars were round, they could not safety. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Welcome back, listeners. Today we will be playing session 12 of The Children of Fear, written by Lynn Hardy and Friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you all playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Dr. Eudora Lockhart and uh, a woman got lynched to death last episode. That's pretty grim. Yeah. Seb? I'm playing Lee Jian Yu, also known as Michael, and I'm still pissed at the imam as a fellow holy man for allowing such a travesty to occur. Brayden? I am Brayden, I'm playing Sophie and Bazazwine, and I also have feelings about the last episode. <laughs> and Noxicals. I am playing Timur Stepanovich Rapin, and uh, I really didn't need any more things to add to my character's PTSD, to be honest. <laughs> and I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I'm experiencing only a little bit of remorse for what I did to you last uh, week. So, how? Tell us what happened last time. Sofian followed the mystery man and his horse into the infamous ruin that Vida Edwards' team had recently brought to light. There he discovered only Maggie, the student left to work late there, who had now met a grisly end. Her neck was bruised and her lips lacerated and partly removed. She lay dead on the floor, while from the paintings on the walls men and animals looked impassively on. Sofian's shouts drew the rest of the party, and together they searched the ruins for any evidence that the shadowy figures he'd followed into it might have been material after all, and simply disappeared into a hidden room or passage. No such possibilities presented themselves, and the team concluded that these mystical portraits must indeed be neutralized in the traditional local fashion, and that it would be safest to remain in town a day or two to ensure that the danger had truly passed. Before they could remove any painted facial features, however, Vida arrived with her remaining students and, upon discovering Maggie's body, flew into a rage. She accused the villagers of her murder, and set off back towards the town with a pistol in her hand and vengeance in her heart. Timur and Sofian stopped her, and a tense confrontation ensued, at the end of which she reluctantly granted the team one day to determine the true culprit, but with stern admonitions that there would be no justice forthcoming, and that the xenophobic villagers would turn on all the outsiders before they could get anywhere near the truth. She turned out to be right. After a fitful few hours rest, the party awoke to the sounds of an armed mob outside the inn. Incensed by the murder of one of their own, the villagers were bent on driving all the newcomers out of town and were deaf to the party's entreaties. Under a hail of thrown rocks, our heroes were barely able to gather their possessions and leave on foot with the caravan bearers, their beasts of burden having been slaughtered by the mob. Vida's party received a similar treatment and hastily followed on the road out of town, 
but as they were fleeing, Vida herself was pulled into the crowd and lynched. In somber mood, the party embarks on foot across the desert for the two-month journey to the next oasis town. It takes you a couple of months of traveling uh, on your feet. Supplies manage to last just until you arrive to the town of Kotan, where you plan to restock and rest for a few nights before you continue your journey. The town looks decorated, as if expecting or having just had a celebration of some sort. Sofian has travelled through this way and to Yarkland and then on to the Karakoram Mountains before. And would mm -hmm. he know of any celebrations that this town has? Um, so, uh, anyone can roll me a history or an archaeology to uh, get some information about the town. Oh yeah, that's my shit. Will you accept art history? Uh, yeah, but because you've been there before. That is an extreme archaeology, my friend. Oh my. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, extreme archaeology. I failed. <laughs> you definitely have heard of Kotan before. In fact, you know that some 30 miles to the west of that city, Hidden among a series of small hills lies a strange animal enclave, a sacred colony of rats venerated by the inhabitants of the town. According to local beliefs, the rats, led by an individual known as the Rat King, protected the town's inhabitants from the Huns by eating through the marauding army's leather armor and harnesses, leaving them vulnerable and unmounted. As a result, the invaders were driven off and the town saved. Such stories were first recorded by Huan Chang, and then again, much later, by Oral Stein. During his excavations from 1900 to 1901, at Dandan Uilik, another abandoned ancient oasis town far out in the desert to the northeast of Khotan, Oral Stein uncovered paintings of the Rat King, a strange hybrid creature with the body of a man and the head of a rat, crowned with a jeweled headband. Despite a later search for the rats themselves, Stein reported no trace of them. This festival that's going on happens annually and celebrates the town's protection from the Huns. She relates this with extreme excitement. She has always wanted to come to the, to the home of the Rat King, apparently her favorite creature um, character in mythology. <laughs> And honestly, he sounds like a really cool dude. And chewing through the invading armies, I was waiting to hear like chest cavities, but turns out it was armor and harnesses. And I want to know, was that like strategically overnight? Like, haha, these fools are going to fall off their horses because I've chewed through just enough of the strap that holds the saddle on. Or was it like while in motion, like they're charging the town and the rats just like swarm up the horse's legs and start going through their armor. And... Seems much cooler. It does seem a lot cooler. Both is good though. One shows like strategy and forethought and the other one just sheer in the moment badassery. And Eudora is here to find out which it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but first, you're all very exhausted and carrying a lot of things, so uh, you look for a hostel or a guest house in the town. That's right. Our <laughs> horses and camels are dead. There's no horses or camels. Yeah, yeah you're gonna have to negotiate getting some more. We have one camel, the one that the one that didn't like Eudora. Oh, oh yeah, right. that wasn't slaughtered by the mob. We could pick it up on oh, our way out of town. Or did you leave it out? Oh no, of course we didn't. We would have taken it back with us, <laughs> wouldn't we? Oh. <laughs> Shoot. 
There is a guest house in uh, the city that has enough rooms for all of you available. Excellent. While checking in, you bump into an aging white woman with graying hair and a pinched expression. She's pacing in the foyer. Uh, we bump into her. <laughs> bump. <laughs> I walk into her literally, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> as soon as she notices you, she walks directly to you, making eye contact, especially with Timor, followed by Jianyu. She introduces herself in a noticeably Scottish accent that I will not attempt to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing Professor McGonagall, please. I don't have like a Scottish accent in my head. If anyone wants to give me like uh, a prompt, maybe I will try to copy it, but otherwise I will not Oh, I'm no good, don't look at me. adopted mother is, uh, is Scottish, so yeah. he'll, uh, he'll slap into a, a Scottish brogue and uh, Say, well, uh, it's nice to meet you. Surprised to to meet a member of the old clan in a place like this. You're far from the Highlands, aren't you, ma'am? She hasn't spoken yet. She don't know she's Scottish before she says the first line. So I'm just let it tell. The spiritual connection is there. Yeah, <laughs> she's drinking iron brew, and she has one of those tamashantas <laughs> with the ginger hair sticking out of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, fellow travellers. My name is Miss Celia Roberts. I don't wish to be a bother, but I am in a bit of a tricky situation. My travelling companion, Miss Moira Abernathy, set off into the desert five days ago and hasn't been seen since. But well, that's terrible. Fellow Scottish man. <laughs> she says a genuine. Um... What was she heading out there for? Well, uh, we are Methodist missionaries traveling from China to Afghanistan in order to proselytize the locals. Shortly after we arrived in Khotan, Moira, Miss Abernathy that is, uh, got into an argument with a pilgrim who had come to the festivities over Khotan's famous rats. Disgusted by what she referred to as superstitious claptrap, she lost her temper and swore to prove that the rats were perfectly normal creatures with no supernatural powers whatsoever, and that there was most certainly no Rat King hiding in the desert sands. Despite my attempts to calm her down, my, my dear friend would not listen to reason and rode off into the desert, determined to show these godless heathens the error of their ways. And well, to begin with, I wasn't too concerned. After all, Moira has spent most of her life journeying through some of the most dangerous parts of the world, spreading the word of God. She's an experienced traveler, and she's a good Christian. But uh, she should have been back by now. It ought to have been a three-day trip on horseback at most. The locals have refused to help me look for my missing friend as they fear that the Rat King has been offended by her unwelcome intrusion to his domain. I have no one else to turn to. You popping up here is the answer to my prayers, she gushes. Will you help me? Oh, ma'am. Of course we'll help you. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Timor will sort of noticeably tense up at all this talk about the rats. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seems familiar somehow. It does, it really does. And he'll say, So, just to be clear, there really are a lot of rats. It's not just... <laughs> I mean, there are rats, actual rats. I believe I believe so. That's, that's why I haven't been there myself. Okay. And he'll sort of clench his jaw. It's all right, Timur. Think of them as small, furry chickens. <laughs> oh, that's right. 
great way to think of it. Ah, yes, rats, the chickens of the desert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's the uh, that's the catchphrase of Kentucky Fried Chicken, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, we're never going to get sponsored now. Other oh. chicken restaurants are available. <laughs> May God be with you, kind travellers. I've been blessed on this day to have come upon you. Now, look, I don't want to alarm you, but um, we've just been—I mean, we've we've been on the desert for some months now, and I have to say we've run into one or two. Eudora isn't gonna start name dropping like ghouls, but uh, one or two unsavory. Um, well, look, it's just—it's not—it's not entirely safe out there. You're saying she went alone, just her and her horse. Just to the right colony, thirty miles or so to the west of the town. That's a three-day trip, is it? No, it's 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 a day's trip. It 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 takes two days walking, and um, one day riding. But she's been gone three days. Yes. So sorry, I misunderstood you. Um, yes, that's terrible. She's probably dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Friends, we we have to help. Did your friend take any supplies with her, and she just ride off, in hope of finding some chickens of the desert to eat? Of course, she took supplies. Uh, she's a very travel-savvy woman, and I wouldn't expect such a delay from her. This is why I'm so concerned. Well, um, I was hoping we could we could take a day or two to recuperate before setting out across those uh, dunes once more. Um, what sort of time have we arrived in town? Roll me luck. <laughs> oh, who's got the lowest group luck now? Eudora. <laughs> oh boy, is it me again? Come on. Yeah, 29. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Do you like it? Uh, today? No, I think, <laughs> I, I think I have the lowest luck, lads. Oh, that's right. Oh, you spent a load. Right. So, yeah. Take it away, you reckless fool. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Hard success! Oh, the man rolls hey. a 12! Okay, whatever time of the day you'd like it to be, that's the time of the day it is. So choose wisely. Are they still serving McDonald's breakfast? Always. Can we, can we ride like an hour before that? There's McDonald's here too. <laughs> Catan has everything. Uh, what time do we want it to be, guys? Well, I mean, if we want to, not meaning to meta game, but if we want to have a rest, we want it to be quite late so we can go to bed and do it in the morning. <laughs> I mean, the whole point. point of getting this lack roll is to meta game. Like, you, yeah. you don't have to think as your characters, what time of the day would I want it to be? Well, I guess one of two ways. We either want it to be early morning so that we can be like, right, let's buy some horses and head out. Or uh, we want it to be, yeah, nighttime so we can be like, that sounds great, but we're not heading out across the desert at night. See you, you I know, after a solid eight. Yeah, I think it's probably more logical for us to have seen a town on the on the horizon and pushed through the early evening to get there before nightfall than it is that we saw a town nearby and were like, let's set up camp and we'll get there in the morning. Yeah, let's spend one more yeah. day in this lovely desert. <laughs> Good point. You know what I hate? Soft beds and toilets. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, cool. so yeah, I think probably evening unless anyone disagrees. No, I think that's probably about right. That sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Timor will ask her, um, what does your friend look like? She gives you a lovely description of her friend. You feel like you could kind of recognise her if you saw her in person. Mm. She sounds lovely. Kind of like me. <laughs> there we go. Yes. The idea of, like, an elderly white woman just, like, embarking across the desert in search of rat kings. Those missionaries, man. They were hardcore, apparently, yeah. Like, no sunscreen or whatever, just... Jack knows. <laughs> she reminds him a lot of his uh, adopted mother. Yeah, man. 
but also there's there's a certain breed of 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 elderly white woman who is just like what's that you say i can't do a thing well watch this (laughs) hold my iron brew (laughs) hold my my iron brew jimmy (laughs) yep i think janu has the same desert survival as timur the like russian soldier (laughs) we are pretty hardcore yeah 30 whole points yeah missionaries ain't screwing around (laughs) except in one specific position Goodness, no. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry David. <laughs> that was terrible. Sorry, Thank you for that. Uh, okay, so uh, what are you? Are you heading straight to straight sleep for the, this evening? Yeah, I, was, I mean, yeah. unless this lady's down to clown. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> no, I'm happily married. I don't ask her that. I okay. ask, ask the innkeeper for a room instead. Okay. Um, you have a restful, an evening of much-needed rest. You're very food-weary, um, and you have a lovely night. Okay, next morning, what do we do? Go get some some horses. Yeah, no, no reason to hang around, right? We gotta set out and mm. go find this woman that's presumably been ripped to shreds by ghouls. Your porters would much rather stay and rest. And the students of the archaeologist refresh and depart. Yeah. I was going to ask, can we trust... Do we have, like, a head porter that we could, like, trust to get the supplies we're going to need to not have to walk the next leg of the journey? That's a really good idea. Uh, We've got Meehan's uh, nephew, don't we? No, he's left. Oh! random caravan. With random unnamed... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We have um, Dave Caravan and his caravan crew. Oh, Johnny Caravan. <laughs> He's my favourite Johnny Caravan. <laughs> Do you give them money to buy you everything, is what you're saying? No. We say, like, go and arrange it with a local merchant down to have it ready, and then we'll show up and pay at the end. We don't just have, yeah. like, a sack load of gold, do we? <laughs> that seems a little trusting. Well, to be fair, we've been on a journey together, right? We're, we're probably all quite close now. We're huddling together in the desert for warmth for the last two yeah. months. Yeah, they they really care about you. They hate you. Yeah, that's that's my worry. <laughs> we very nearly got them lynched. I think they're probably, we're probably not in their best books right now. Yeah, that was, that was only... Yeah, Honestly, good. we're lucky they're sticking with us instead of just bailing. You know, yes. they could have disappeared overnight they could be in mexico by now um, yeah you you have to go um to the market to hire horses if you want to um travel there by yes um we want like a day's worth of food yeah good cool it will as usual require one person to make a positive social role oh you mean i can't just intimidate our way through again absolutely not <laughs> All right, what guns do you have for sale? I'll take this one and turn it around and point it at him. All right, now I want everything else you want. <laughs> Sofian, you charming son of a gun. The time to shine, I think. Sofian will wink, wiggle his moustache and lift one of his legs. <laughs> Re- <laughs> revealing a second moustache. <laughs> and fail. <laughs> you give your penalty die for that as well. Well, I don't know if I can fail much more than I did. And I cannot. Uh, okay. 85 against 65. I mean, yeah, it's a failure. Sure is. So, to hire another caravan without the porters, I guess, because you already have some porters. Uh, but also you want horses for everyone? 
Or do you are you happy with carts and donkeys and camels and stuff? Can you guys ride? Like Eudora asks this, I guess. Like, can you fellows actually ride? Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, are you I'm, pushing it? <laughs> I've ridden on horses before, but not. Yeah, they've usually had someone leading them. Uh, can you ride more than say five percent? Would you say I <laughs> cannot? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's well, say we get one horse and a cart. <laughs> you can all ride in the cart. Four horse. <laughs> That's a lot of people in the cart. Uh, we could get a couple of... I don't know. Maybe we don't need to splurge on a horse for everyone if we can't actually ride them. <laughs> right? Also, are carts a thing in the desert? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, wheels and sand aren't renowned for being good bedfellows. Oh, We're going to walk it, aren't we? Oh, yeah, tends to... <laughs> we can get them can a sled. I push the roll. Yeah, if you if you want to, although Fumble will not be taken very well. Uh, Fumble, okay. a failed push roll. To double down, I don't know, Sofian pulls out a comb and brushes his moustache straight. <laughs> and we'll... Uh... I really like giving you penalty dice for this kind of rolls. <laughs> like, how are they supposed to work on a merchant? You mean bonus dice, right? Bonus <laughs> He'll just mention that he's never met a better merchant and uh, the prices are so fair, but please, just a little assistance. And he will uh, mention the name in his future photo things. Oh, yeah, you can uh, push it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, hey, what did I get? Oh, regular success. Okay, nice. So what are you getting? Horses. Horses for everyone. You guys want horses you can't yeah. ride. But but if a five a five ride. I mean you yeah. can ride them. I just that you're very likely if if it gets difficult to get smashed. Alright. It's a bit of a risk. Yeah, fine. You <laughs> can sit on a horse. <laughs> Anyone can sit on a horse, we just can't make it do what we want. <laughs> Look, IRL I've never ridden a horse. I don't know how hard this is. I assume they're recalcitrant hateful beasts and they can smell fit. <laughs> I I've think so ridden too. a horse. As long as you're gentle with the clutch, they're normally <laughs> fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay just, then. Just keep them topped up with oil, and uh, they're good to go. All your horses, gentlemen. Um, they should be with a normal success. It would be around, I'd say, eighty dollars to restock a caravan and get all these horses, but no people. Is everyone looking at Eudora again? I seem to recall I was. This is money bags last time. Just come out of cash. I'll uh, give you ten dollars. All right, you know, um, Sofian, thank you. Don't worry. And uh, Eudora unslings a, a special small, um, like leather pouch she's got hanging around her neck, in the small of her back. Keep it safe. And spends eighty dollars out of her cash. Her cash is now down to seventy dollars. She's so poor. And still almost double what I have. <laughs> <laughs> that university job pays well. What can I tell you? Okay, so um, it takes you an hour or two to get everything sorted for the caravan and, and also the horses. Um, but if you leave now, you can get there by nightfall. That sounds like enough time to persuade the inn to like put together packed lunches for us and so on, right? <laughs> <laughs> we get one of those uh, kids boxes with the, the, you know, the maze on the outside that we can use the crayons inside to draw on. Absolutely. A Capri Sun. Has Timor told us about his 
rat visions. Yeah, he finally he finally caved and told you guys. Um, I think shortly after Jian Yu's dream literally came real in the uh, in the caves of a thousand Buddhas. So he mm. he has probably probably in relatively sparse detail explained that he's had unpleasant dreams about seas of rats climbing over sand dunes. Does anyone else fear that this will come true? I feel it's inevitable. I almost towards our destiny, say I. Honestly, it's been an uneventful couple of months, and uh, <laughs> we're probably due. No, honestly, I, I, I figure the... Because the, the weird thing about this is that for us as the players, the horrors keep on coming, but the characters genuinely are going for, like, months and months of grueling desert travel, sure, but, like, we met ghouls a couple of episodes ago, but to them it's been, like, three months. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they're probably like, oh, thank God all those weird Eldritch horrors are in our past. Never again. All right, time to just <laughs> go and find a mundane rat king. <laughs> to be fair, it's not like I was watching us being eaten by rats. I just saw, like, way too many rats. That's okay. Mm-hmm. One man's, uh, you know, terrifying rat storm. Um, <laughs> rat storm. <laughs> it's uh, another is... man's fried chicken restaurant. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say. Nice. Oh my All god. Run, boys. Great. Okay. Uh, you are headed off to the rat colony. Eudora, as you already um, mentioned to everyone, it's 30 miles or so west of the town. Uh, but you also know it's hidden away from the road among a sea of dunes and long abandoned ruins. Roll me and navigate with a bonus die. Who's our top navigator? Whoever knows of the... Whoever passed their history or archaeology roll can make this navigate. Okay. So you is, is that just me? Did Sophie <laughs> pass as well? No, I didn't. All right, with a bonus die, right? Yep. Okay. Well, um... Chu. 54. I mean, she doesn't know where we are, so she's not actually useful, but... <laughs> Hard success, friends. Oh, wow. Well done. Give it a tick. Thank you. Okay. You arrive, and it's darkness all around. Um, Everyone, please give me a listen or a spot hidden or both. Do you want both? It's up to you. I'm better at listen. I combined, and then whichever, if you get one, it's okay, too. I've passed listen, but not spot hidden. I've got the reverse. That is an extreme listen. Nice. So whoever is listening, you detect the sound of singing voices carried on the desert wind. Whoever passed spot hidden, you notice the soft glow of a torch-lit procession moving through the dunes towards the colony. Hmm. Uh, Rat-sized? Human-sized. Or rat-king-sized. Or rat-king-sized. You are welcome to try and sneak closer. Or openly walk closer. Are there supposed to be any people in this colony, or is it supposed to just be rats? Because you don't know? No. Uh, actually, I don't know, but I'd feel that, um... Do I know anything about this? Do I know if, like, uh... Oh yeah, the people of the town regularly go over there for, like, Sunday service or whatever. No. No. Honestly, Tamar, I've no idea. Uh... I confess, I find this a little odd. I would have thought... I mean, the town was bedecked with banners and bunting and whatnot. I thought they'd have the celebration over there. Uh, we told them we were going to ride over here, and they never said, oh, you can go with the celebrants. They're, they're getting on a, you know, a bus around noon. So this strikes Keep me as your odd. your voice down. <laughs> That's a great idea, Timur. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, perhaps, perhaps we should uh, be discreet. Let's sneak closer. Okay, uh, I'd like a group sneak roll, please. So that's whoever has the lowest sneak roll can um, roll it. Base. A base is good. No one has below base, so. It's all about the base. Go for it. Uh, that's a fail, I'm afraid. That is 31 over 20. Okay. Sorry, guys. You go closer, less sneaky than you'd like to, and uh, you attract the attention of the singers. They are dressed in robes and carrying baskets of fruit, meat, and what look like amphorae of wine. They address you politely. Please leave the area. You're interrupting a private ceremony. We apologize greatly. We were out here uh, sent looking for someone, though. Who is that? A woman by the name of Miriam Abernathy. Oh. We, we heard she was lost here, but know nothing more, I'm afraid. May we remain a while to search for her. We fear she may have gotten lost. Can you roll me either a charm or persuade, please? Sure. I swear if they've set up some kind of cargo cult to worship her. Yes. It's the most colonial-ass fairy tale ever. <laughs> I have succeeded in persuading. Well, just... Perfect. They say, you may, but please do not interfere with the proceedings. We cannot guarantee your safety if you do. Um, uh, just gonna ask, you know, towards the back, we don't see two people holding, like, a pole across their shoulders with maybe a human figure slung underneath, tied by its hands and legs. Doesn't look like it. That's Sophie, a good sign. you can roll psychology if you want. Yes. That is an extreme success. Yeah, they, they don't seem to know. In fact, they they seem to be devout followers, not necessarily aggressive in any way. They're just paying tribute. Are all of these people seemingly locals? Yeah, they look local. Okay. Where is it that you live? The town is abandoned. We live in the town of Cortan. I wonder why the merchants didn't mention this. We didn't give enough money, Eudora. All right. Bleeding me dry as it is. <laughs> I'm really kidding. You are watching and you bear witness to a most extraordinary sight. The torchlit procession is met in front of one of the colonists' hillocks by a sea of rats, which emerges from a doorway in the side of the mound. Once the rats have all left their dormitory, a number of larger creatures, giants of the rat world, by the looks of things, follow, forming a protective semicircle in front of a shadowy, man-sized figure that remains largely concealed in the darkness of the archway. You see those uh, larger rat giants and uh, you can't help but feel horrified by the sights of beasts you have never seen before. Everyone, please roll me sanity. How big are they? They are human-sized, I'd say, approximately, but kind of... Uh, success. Pass. Oh, not me. Eudora does not like. Okay, whoever fails, please yeah. roll me a 1d6. Mm. Oh. Oh, Ooh. six? Ow. Oh, my God. Two <laughs> people are going... Okay, what do we got? Mm. Janyu um, just lost five sanity. What about Shenshu? Oh yeah, I haven't rolled for Shenshu yet. What did anyone else? Sorry, I missed. Eudora lost six, so. Oh shit! 
And Janu, can you roll me intelligence, please? Mm-hmm. I'm picturing us both shrieking and leaping into, you know, like oh. Scooby does, into the arms of Timur and uh, Sofian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh no, that's a 95. Oh no, wait, I want to fail this one. You Ooh. want to fail this one. Thank goodness. You did not comprehend. 95. Okay. Uh, I have succeeded my intelligence check. Oh no. That is a bout of madness for dear old Janu. Um, okay. Everyone else seeing those giant rats manages to control themselves. Eudora convinces herself is, uh, you know, those uh, new GMO things they put in food. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> it's this goddamn fried chicken restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, Janu can't possibly trick himself. He has seen too many things. He knows too much. And uh-huh. I reckon it is your time to set things right. Mm-hmm. You realize that it's not compassionate to allow such abominations to still exist in this world. Yeah, for sure. So you find yourself in a blind fury against mm-hmm. these oh. bigger rats. The small yep. ones don't concern you. Yeah, like brandishing his uh, his trusty umbrella, Jan Yu will, will start yelling, Back! Get back! Shen Yu, stay behind me! Back! And he'll start lunging at them like a fencer. L- not very effectively, because he doesn't know what he's doing, but like lashing out the um, the the brass tip of the umbrella, uh, like g- glittering in the in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. The processors see you and they're like, Stop! You said you would respect the ceremony! Please, stand down! Jan Yu. Jan Yu. This is... This is unholy work, what you are doing here. Sit down. This shall not stand. What, what are the rats doing at this point? <laughs> uh, the rats are kind of defensively turned towards you and staring. Uh, they're kind of... It seems like everyone's paused and waiting to see if your friends will restrain you or if you'll make a first blow. Yeah, man. Jan Yu's going to try and gonna try and catch himself a rat. What's, uh... He's gonna use both his hands and try to lift it and cradle it like a baby. Uh, I, I was more thinking like spearfishing, except with an umbrella. <laughs> okay, Sean, uh, you know. What is the damage for an umbrella? Uh, I, I'd assume it would be like a uh, like a poker. There we go. Yeah, that's on there. I think. Jan, you please roll uh, fighting brawl. I'd love to. A rat thing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> He's really bad at this. You start swinging left and right. And then you're interrupted and you freeze for a second as you hear a high-pitched, strident female voice with a refined Scottish accent loudly interject. Well, that's not very polite now, is it? Now you've done it. Everyone, oh. please roll a combined spot hidden and listen, and you'll need one success. Oh, I think I might have passed both. Oh, me too. I passed both. Uh, whoever passes, uh, you realise that it's coming from one of the larger rats. <laughs> no. Ah. A rat. It. It's speaking. Can we? Can we get a closer look? A, a large rat that sounds like a Scottish old lady approaches you. Can I help you, travelers? But it looks like a giant rat. Yes. Standing on its like hind paws, like a ratatouille style. Um, they are basically big rats that have 
human-shaped faces. And oh. she is on all fours. Miriam? Everyone who realizes it's Miriam at this point, please roll me another sanity. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, Janu, you don't need to. <laughs> You're already, yeah, he's already crazy. He's, uh, also, um, now they're talking. You actually get 5% mythos points from going crazy from encountering mythos horrors. So Sick. feel free nice. to add that and remove that from your maximum sanity. Also, just to check, isn't her name Moira? Oh, yeah, yeah, Miriam, Moira, yes, sorry. Moira. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Moriam. Moiram. Is everyone rolling sanity? I have passed my sanity. Uh, success. Uh, one yeah, sanity loss from a success, please. Okay. Oh. Uh, Janu, you dismiss this and unfreeze, realizing that you have to continue your mission. You are a bit confounded by the one that's trying to talk to you, so you aim for one of the nameless rats. Mm -hmm. um, this might be a good time, since they're distracted, for you to steal a weapon if you want to. Oh, good grief. I don't think he would. I think, I think he'd, keep, he'd, keep, he'd keep lashing out for the umbrella. This man, is, this man is on a mission. Okay, then. He's committed to his, his like, the rat bashing plan, but he gets it. He hits okay. a rat with a with an umbrella. The rat tries do to we, do it. Do we not get a chance to like restrain him or something? He gets a surprise round in. Uh, he gets a surprise round in because you're like you just lost one sanity from realizing. Right, to be fair, I'm seven sanity down, so like Eudora is probably not in the best shape. But I feel like someone <laughs> needs to stop this guy. Definite for the day. Yeah, I got another uh, five points, and then I'm in trouble. Okay. The rat tries to fight back. Great. Come at me. But it has an equal success to you, so you get to roll damage. Come at me. What is my damage? There's a d6 plus damage bonus. So d6 and a d4 bonus die, because Janu is pretty big. That's, yeah, that's oh, five damage. Yeah, you destroy that rat. <laughs> no, what, before we can stop him? You kill him with an umbrella? I thought this was going to be a joke. No. I thought we have several rounds of this. Janu is like, that, he's like swinging around ineffectually and then one rat like gets up in his grill and he just like runs it through with the umbrella. Ah, oh, like a rat kebab. He makes himself a, a, a rat kebab, yep. The Moira rat screams in, in terror and the big human-like figure steps forward from out of the shadows. Begone, demons! I exercise thee! Calm yourself, man. What's come over you? The creature that you're now staring mesmerized because you hadn't seen it before uh, is a bizarre hybrid creature with the body of a man and the head of a giant rat. Upon its head rests a golden headband studded with glistening jewels. Rat King. Rat King! Everyone roll sanity, please. Oh. oh. This is just so keep coming. Oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. I succeeded again. Is 98 a fumble? Uh, you can't have fumbles in sanity. So, okay. so, so everyone who fail 1d6, please. Uh, Janu doesn't need to roll because he's already insane and he can't lose any more sanity, right? Oh, so is that another point? Oh my god, these yes, things are is. terrifying. Is this a bad time to have rolled a six? Yes. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. Please roll me. Alright, Shenchu's also going crazy. She's fine. That's a four. She's uh, very scared. 
Did everyone did anyone else lose more than five? Uh, Timor did. Yeah, could, did you roll intelligence? Oh, well, no, I haven't rolled my intelligence yet, and I want to fail. Unfortunately, <laughs> my intelligence is 70, so... Mm. Oh, no. And I haven't failed. Oh, no. Wondrous. Does he have an umbrella? Someone take his umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Join me. Exercise the vermin. You guys are not going to win this fight. Banish the demons. Uh, Timor, you develop a really intense rat phobia. Yeah. Uh, you can add that to your character sheet. I think you would technically also lose another point of sanity from seeing your dreams come true. Yeah, fine. Okay, uh, that brings me frighteningly close to my indefinite, but I'm not there yet. All you need is and to sleep before you lose any more sanity. Just take a little nap-nap in the back uh, while you sort You're this out. Uh, so scared from the rats that you, like, from the Rat King, the abominable combination of a human and a rat that you throw up in place, and then you're free to do your phobia as you will for the next two rounds. Or two hours, let's say two hours. Okay. The Rat King steps forward. Unless the killer provides a replacement for my slain lieutenant, the protection afforded Kotan will be withdrawn, and the town afflicted by the plague of rats sent to destroy everything in their path. What is your choice? <laughs> Wait, oh great rat king? Surely there's another way? Such is the rule of the rat protectors. You kill a lieutenant, you serve as one. Eudora turns to look intensely at Moira. Is this Moira? Um, well, so, uh, while hunting through the ruins for the Rat King, I was uh, surprised by one of the rats that uh, looked like me and in my panic, beat it to death with my umbrella. <laughs> How similar. Uh, well, the Rat King uh, then appeared <laughs> and then well. offered me an ultimatum. Uh, become his servant in uh, the Dead Things place or doom Cortan to distraction. As a good Christian woman, she says and she eyes Jan Yu. I couldn't sentence all of those poor women and children to the fires of hell unshriven. And so I accepted the Rat King's offer in the hope that someone else would uh, point the townsfolk towards the light after I was gone. Uh, besides, the Rat King's proposition was a perfectly biblical solution to the problem, an eye for an eye and all that. He is, if nothing else, committed <laughs> to the Old Testament, and I respect yeah. that. I think at this point, John Yu is like, John Yu's insanity is causing him to go full Highlander. Um, <laughs> he's gone back no. to his roots and he just yells out, Ah, you can't attack me like that, you wee beastie. Best me in combat and I shall join you. And he'll start. Swinging at the Rat King. Please don't the kill any more lieutenants. The Rat King is quite far away. Um, there's a sea of rats in between you and him. If he starts swinging at another Rat Lieutenant, I would like to make a dive at him. No, no, we no, no, cannot... no, he's just like, he's just walking toward, walking forwards. I'm, I'm going There's the a, a blockage of rats uh, who will start attacking you as you're walking forward. In fact, whenever all the dice to uh, determine how long your bout lasts, so let's have a look. Okay, that is four turns, as it was an action. Face me, coward! 
Okay, would still okay, like... Okay, you have one turn left before you come back to your senses. <laughs> I'd still like to try and restrain this umbrella. Come here and face me like a man! I'm going to first have Can you come a rat back? attack at you. Before that happens, let's see. You are attacked by a massive pack of normal rats uh, that try to overwhelm you with a bonus die. They swarm over you, biting and scratching as they do so. Uh, feel free to try and either dodge or fight back if you want, Janyu. Um, smart Janyu would dodge. Uh, so I'm going to roll Brawl, and he succeeds. Got a hard success. Mash them with your umbrella. They dive towards him, and he opens the umbrella, and they all bounce off. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. Yeah, you you are welcome to roll damage, but uh, it, they are various rat packs, so they won't really. They, you, you kill several little rats on your way to the Rat King. Idora, uh, did you want to do something? Yes, damn it. <laughs> Timor, I appreciate, is like on his knees throwing up his breakfast. Um, I don't know what Sofian's up to, but like we need to do something about this. He cannot be allowed to, to solo this dungeon. Oh yeah, um, did uh, did Shenchu roll sanity? She did, she lost four sanity. Yeah, okay, so Shenchu is also on the floor crying. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Alright, but Sofian, help me! What Sofian will do is pick up Shenchu and then go over. Uh, I assume Timur is like cowering on the ground or something. He's just gonna like stand next to Timur. Timur is wiping his mouth and he's backing away like sort of like like his bum is on the floor and he's sort of like pushing himself away with his feet and just shaking his head and saying niet, niet, niet. Men, useless. Yeah, Sofian grabs Shenshu and then runs to Timur. Get away from me, tiny servants of the Infernal. Your <laughs> tiny claws shall not stop my divine mission. <laughs> you know what's going to try and come up behind him and just grab the umbrella like as it's on the backswing. As he swings it back for another strike, she yeah. wants to just grab the... Fighting maneuver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so good at this. Janya, do you want to dodge or fight back? You can technically fight back by pulling it back rather than smashing her. Away. I'm not going to succeed anyway. I think I think Janya would try and dodge. <gasps> okay, go oh! for it. No. Extreme okay. success! Oh, you don't nice. have extreme success! Yeah. You you How take, much damage do I deal? You don't do damage, but you take the umbrella. Suddenly, January, you find yourself empty-handed. What? Unexpectedly. <laughs> I hold it behind my back. <laughs> my surprisingly lethal weapon has been <laughs> from me. Jensen <laughs> is somewhere at the back, just like, hmm. <laughs> As it was foretold. Janu, <laughs> step away! Calm down! Uh, your, your Majesty, um, allow us about uh, a moment to. Is, is Yanyu stepping away? I don't know, am I still crazy? You have one more turn to act before you come to your senses. I didn't need a weapon to kill this beastie. I shall take him down with my bare hands. Hey, Jimmy, can your mother <laughs> saw tell her to stitch this? <laughs> oh, goodness. I assume Eudora has acted and therefore is unable to try and clock him with the umbrella. Yeah. Okay. Janyu, you get one more action, make it count. Janyu is gonna, like, sprint as fast as he possibly can towards the Rat King, like, diving over the rats if need be, <laughs> um, and try and try and tackle him to the ground. Probably, uh, like, a jump 
and a con combined, please. Oh, sure. I'd love to. Um, so that's uh, both numbers separated with a comma, is that right? Yeah. What? God damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> Actually succeeded. Wow. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Uh, you lunge onto the Rat King. Choke him out. We can end this. Who... Oh, that's a 49. Here's 50 dodge. Who takes a step to the side and lets you fall down. Straight into the mouth of a much larger rat. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you fall, you look up to the Rat King and you come to your senses. Your passion and anger drain away and you're left with confusion and fear. Shan, you take the L. I almost had you, 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 um, um, hmm. Have you made the choice? What? What's going on? You have slain one of my own human. You shall replace my lieutenant by offering yourself, or the protection I have afforded Kotan will be withdrawn and the whole town and its citizens will be destroyed by my rat servants. The same choice was afforded to your friend. She made a wise decision. What will you do? What, what would my purpose be if I joined you? You serve me, you protect me, you feast, you nap. You're one of the rats. And what is your purpose? I protect the town from invaders. I keep the townsfolk safe. Could you keep them safe from the King of Fear? Hmm. My power does not extend thus far. Janu will look back at the others and then back at the Rat King and say, could you keep your subjects safe from the King of Fear? and look around at the rat lieutenants and the uh, the swarm. I shall do my utmost. My companions and I have a quest. I'm sworn to aid them in this. You can't be serious, man. Your fate has changed. It is you or this whole town. Grant your aid to my companions and I will give myself to you. My powers are limited. Please tell me I can roll persuade for this. <laughs> <laughs> we can roll an extreme persuade <laughs> to the Rat King and no like allowed because you know it's your final. Excellent yes. success! <laughs> he did it! Oh wow. If there are rats near your companions and they require their aid, rest assured the rats will be their allies. Wow. Yes. We have rat tower. A boon from the rat king. Then the deal is struck. And uh, Janu will, will extend his hand to the rat king. Yes. Oh my god. Dead. Janu, no. The ritual shall be complete at midnight. Come, join me and my companions. Say goodbye to yours forever. Uh, yeah. Janu will stand and, and bow. 
and then turn and, and walk back towards the others, kind of wide-eyed. I assume this is like a, um, I was going to say Noah, it's not Noah at all. Moses uh, passing the, like the sea of rats, right? And yeah. He's walking back through a path. <laughs> the sea of rats opens. Uh, at the end, uh, the rat that used to be Moira Benathi says, tries to say reassuringly, it's not too bad. They bring lots of snacks. Shmoira, Eudora will like pull Janu away from the rats and back towards the other two. Is Timur still throwing up? So Timur is backed against like yeah. a piece of ruin and he has Shen Chu just scooped up in his arms and he's just, I mean, he's just babbling in Russian. Janu, look, look, this is the child you adopted. What are you thinking? You're going to throw your life away to serve this creature? I just, we have to, we have to get away from here. These people are crazy. This is a good deal. You cannot be serious. You, I don't know what's wrong with all of you. Sofian, Timur's useless. Sofian, say something to him. Anu, you can't give yourself over to this rat creature. It is not an evil creature. My life is not worth more than this town. Besides, there are more rats in the world than there are me. You're right, we cannot leave the town to destruction, but there has to be another way, surely. I mean, look, these people bring offerings of food. Surely we can we can bargain for, you know, a, a big cake or something. What the deal has been struck, human. There's no point in arguing anymore. Say your goodbyes or leave. I didn't think you could hear us at this distance. <laughs> a very big ears. It's a rat king. It does, it's, yes. I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> A little. <laughs> wow. I mean, John, you, you. Well, let's run. Let's run now. We'll leave here. Everything will be fine. He just so, shakes his head. No. There are too many. I gave my word. I cannot turn from it. I, uh, I will protect the child. Um, John, you will, will kneel to to turn around and say thank you, my friend. Senchu is just crying harder. And then, uh, and then reach out to Shenchu, and he'll uh, he'll reach into a pocket and hand her something, and say, uh, "This is not much, but it is all I have. If ever you find yourself back in Peking, please look after my bird." Yes, I will. And uh, yeah, he's handed her um, a uh, a small purse which contains uh, twenty dollars and a key. Um, and the key will open uh, his uh, his his house back in back in Peking. Thank you. I will never forget you. Nor are you. But there has to be another way. I'm not willing to say goodbye. I can't. I can't believe this. I just. I simply can't countenance it. It is not goodbye, my friends. You know where to find. And then he'll stand uh, and and turn and walk over to join his new uh, rat companions. There you are regaled with the Rat King's story. He was a village wise man, a kindly soul desperate to prevent the massacre and enslavement of his people. He approached the rats and asked for their aid. The rats agreed to protect Kotan, but at a price. The wise man had to agree to the creation of a number of lieutenants and to lead the rats. 
with a number of the villagers becoming possessed by the spirits of their dead, transforming them into rat things. Secondly, when the fighting was over and the people of Kotan were saved, the wise man had to agree to become the rat's ruler for all eternity. Left with little choice, his mind already tainted with blasphemous magics, the wise man agreed and so was later transformed into the rat-headed ruler, in part by the power of the jeweled headband he wears. Another part of the deal, still observed by the descendants of that wise man, is the ritual feeding of the rats and the creation of new lieutenants where the old ones die. As long as the Rat King exists, the rats of Kotan protect the oasis town. But should the Rat King die, all bets are off and Kotan's protection ceases to exist. And he tells you all that uh, over the evening and at midnight the transformation ritual begins. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming you, the rest of you have left by that time, unless you want to bear witnesses to a sanity-shattering transformation ritual. Timur very firmly does not want to hang out with the rats anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hard pass. The rest of you return to the town of Kotan and Janyu you transform into a rat thing to serve the town of Kotan and its rat king forever until you die. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Howl, our amazing co-editor Jason, you have all been the best. <laughs> and Seb, whose last episode it is today. Goodbye and thank you for your service. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Good night, sweet prince. Standing ovation for Sam. Thank you. Goodbye. Of course. A big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars are right. What's that? We have new patrons on board. That's right. Thank you so much for your support, Noobs and Alex J. May the omens be ever in your favour. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our cult elder tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsarewrite.com. Come join us! Now, Farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, let's take a moment to read one of our latest reviews. If you'd like your own review read out on the show, go to starsaright.com forward slash reviews, where you can find links to all the platforms you can rate us on. Wandering Bard said, Amazing cast of characters and a great keeper at the helm. Player chemistry is fantastic, which makes the character development a gem to listen to. The keeper's pacing is on point and keeps the story moving without feeling as if it falls flat. The campaign they're playing was one I was really excited to see being played and aired. As a keeper who owns and has read The Children of Fear, I'm very impressed with how they're bringing the story alive and I'm excited to see where they take it. Thank you, Wandering Bard.